Have you ever worked really hard for something and then once you got the reward, you were happy with it until you saw that somebody else got it? Well, something like that is happening here in Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. Peter has just returned from Cornelius's house where he saw the Holy Spirit being poured out on these Gentile, uh, now these Gentile believers in the same way that it was poured out on the Jews. And the Jews who are back in Jerusalem, they hear these rumors that not only is Peter uh, entering the home of uncircumcised Gentiles, but he's, he's ministering to them and he's preaching to them and things like that. So they want Peter to give an account of what's happening. And so what Peter does is essentially just, he gives an account. In fact, chapter 11 is just a recounting of the story that we just read at the end of chapter 10, almost line by line. He just tells the story over and over and over again. Indeed, he, he emphasizes some points. So, uh, in verse 15, he says, as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us at the beginning. The way that these uh, Jewish believers respond is very telling and it's kind of subtle. So just stay with me here. In verse 18, after they hear what Peter said, listen to how they respond. It says, when they heard these things, they fell silent. So, you know, whenever you why do you fall silent? Well, you fall silent when you're you're speechless. You've, you've just heard something that there are no words. So they fell silent and then to their credit, they glorified God. But look at what they said, saying, then to the Gentiles also, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Then to the Gentiles also, what does that reveal? Well, it reveals the fact that they didn't believe that God had granted to the Gentiles repentance that lead to life. It reveals an aspect of, uh, of the Old Testament understanding that Israel was to be a light to the world, that Israel was the chosen ones. But now that's being confronted because they're seeing that not only did God give the Holy Spirit to the Gentiles, but he gave the Holy Spirit to the Gentiles in the exact same way that he gave the Holy Spirit to the Jews. And I find in these words and in this passage, the subtle seed that will eventually lead to the Judaizers popping up uh, later on in the book of Acts. The Judaizers were people who were, were Jewish believers but they held fast to some of the uh, the old laws. So you must do this, you must abstain from that. If you are a Gentile and you become a Christian, you must go through the law, you must do these uh, Jewish things in order to express your loyalty uh, to God. And in, these, in this subtle uh, phrase, they fell silent and then they said, then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance. I think there's a translation that says, so to the Gentiles, God has also granted repentance that leads to life. It just reveals the fact that in their hearts, in their minds, this was something that was still exclusive. Never mind the fact that Jesus says, go into all the world and teach the gospel. But there's that subtle exclusivity that's presenting itself here. And this reminded me of that story from uh, the parable that Jesus told. There's a parable in which he says uh, um, some, a wealthy person went to the marketplace and he found some workers. And so he, he picked some to come back and work for him. He goes back at, at noon. He finds more workers just standing there. He says, come work for me. He goes back in the evening. He finds more workers. Come work for me. And then after he goes back in the evening, these guys only get to they only work for like like an hour or so. 
So everyone starts to get paid. The people who come uh, in the evening, they get paid first. And so you got to believe that the people who are who worked a, a long day, they're thinking like, well, man, if those guys got a thousand dollars, I bet we're about to get like three thousand dollars because we worked as we worked much harder than they did. But then as the uh, the master is handing out payment, everybody's getting the same thing. And now the people who are who were uh, enlisted in the work first, they start to get upset. And so then what does the master say? Why are you mad at me? Because I'm generous. That's the same thing that's happening here. We also see it in Luke chapter 15 with the parable of the prodigal son. The older brother stays home. He's a good boy. He's doing all the right things. He's close to his father's house. He's, he's engaged in the right stuff. His younger brother goes away. He makes a hash of his life. He comes back smelling like pigs covered in filth and just disgusting. And what does the father do? The father opens up his home to him. He welcomes him. He embraces him. And what does the older brother say? Well, the older brother, he's like, he's standing far off and he's looking and wondering, what's this music about? What's this celebration? And when he finds out that it's to welcome his, his younger brother, he's off in a rage. He's upset about it. That gatekeeping spirit. Let me tell you guys something. That gatekeeping spirit that wants others to do what you had to do it's so destructive because first of all it misrepresents an understanding of how you were saved all of us were saved by the grace of god so when we want people to do what we did in order to experience the salvation that we experience it, it betrays the fact that we believe that salvation came through what we did and not that salvation was a free gift of god the seeds of this kind of gatekeeping spirit are sown in Acts chapter 11 verses 1 through 18 as these Jewish believers are stunned. They fell silent and even though they glorified God, they did so in such a way saying like, oh, I guess God has opened it up to everybody. They received the Holy Spirit in the same way that we did. So we got to be careful about that because that that gatekeeping spirit is still present. It still exists now in the church today where those of us who've been around the church for a long time, we see some new person come in, they're excited about God, and we try to quench the spirit within them by forcing them to do the things that we did. And it's such a destructive thing. Instead, we need to be like Peter, who was shocked, who was perplexed, but who, when he saw the spirit at work, he just fell behind God and he said, listen, I'm in the business of working where God is working. So if God is working in this new way that's, that I don't fully understand, then I'm going to work with God because it's where the spirit is that there's joy and liberty and salvation. Let me say a prayer for us. Heavenly Father, we all have a tendency, including me, to misrepresent our idea of how we were saved. We think that our salvation came in some small measure because of something that we did. We think that we maintain our salvation because of something that we're doing. And oftentimes, God, when we see your generous salvation abundantly poured out in someone's life that we think is undeserving, the spirit of the gatekeeper arises within us. Forgive us whenever that happens. Forgive your church for the ways in which we actively participate in gatekeeping. And instead, give us the kind of spirits that yield to your spirit, 
that are astounded and amazed at how generous your spirit is in pouring out salvation. Indeed, let us pray, God, that your spirit would draw more and more people in to experience more and more of your salvation so that your name may be praised as more and more people come to have abundant life here on earth. Let that be our portion. Let that be our heart's desire and enlist us in the work of making your salvation known to the people that the world thinks are undeserving of your salvation. Because we were at one time undeserving of your salvation, but Christ came, Christ died, and made us members of the household and family of God. And so we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, thank you so much for listening. But you guys can really help me out. If you if you were blessed by this devotion, if you think that I said something that was um, that could be of help to somebody else, please share it on whatever social media platform you use. Uh, please subscribe. That way you'll know that uh, when future episodes are being released. Until next time, guys. Peace.